Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Not a good day for the Golden Gophers over at Huntington Bank Stadium on campus. Purdue comes in and beats Minnesota today. 20 to 10. The Gophers didn't look good early. Rallied to tie. Purdue scores the final 10 points of the football game to win it. And the Gophers now fall to 4 and 1 on the season, but a very disappointing result considering the Golden Gophers had dominated the first 4 games of the season, beating New Mexico State, Western Illinois, Colorado, and then going on the road in the Big Ten opener and blowing out Michigan State. They come home. Uh, one of the big factors in the game today, star running back Mo Ibrahim, not available, out injured. And that was a gigantic factor today for the Golden Gophers in the loss today. Tanner Morgan struggled 18 to 33, 257 yards, three picks. Uh, including an interception late in the game that sealed the deal. Purdue wins at 20-10, to 10, so a very disappointing uh, result over at the University of Minnesota today. Um, and this was a concern, that after three dominant victories in the non-conference against teams that no one considered to be any good at all, New Mexico State led by Jerry Kill, Terrible. Western Illinois, not very good. Uh, Colorado, uh, maybe one of the weakest teams right now among the Power Five conferences. So it was like 3-0, and yeah, we'll see. Then they go into East Lansing a week ago and blow out Michigan State. Winning a Big Ten game on the road, let alone dominating a Big Ten game on the road, is no easy feat. So then it was kind of like, Hey, this team is for real. And then they lose to Purdue today. The Boilers now 1-1 one and one in the Big Ten, 3-2 and two overall. Gophers fall to 4-1. and one. Uh, Running the football was a problem. They managed just 47 yards on the ground today without Mo Ibrahim at, at running back. Meanwhile, Purdue, a pretty balanced attack, 199 yards through the air, 160 yards on the ground. They found a way 20-10. Purdue beats Minnesota today over at Huntington Bank Stadium. And now for Minnesota, uh, there was all this talk about this 4-0 start, and all of a sudden they've become the favorites in the Big Ten West, and they can play in a Big Ten championship game. And uh, There are even people throwing Rose Bowl out. Well, 
we we come back to earth. There's still a lot of opportunity for this team going forward. In fairness, uh, they will likely fall out of the top 25 with the laws at home today. They were ranked uh, number 21, but there still are a lot of games coming up uh, for this team. Just getting started, they will go on the road at Illinois, and then they'll be at Penn State. Uh, Penn State right now ranked number 11 in the country. Their next home game right at the end of October against Rutgers. Then they're on the road at Nebraska. They're home to Northwestern and Iowa before they finish at Wisconsin. So there are certainly a lot of opportunities. But uh, this idea that uh, this team was going to get deep in the season with a chance to, uh, you know, go unbeaten and play in a Big Ten championship game, Still could do it. Still could play in that Big Ten championship game, but they will not be unbeaten as they lose to Purdue today over at the U. Again, the final 20-10. to 10. Mo Ibrahim uh, once again showed how much he means to this football team uh, being out of the lineup today. They just could not run the football at all today. Let's get you up to date on some of the other scores around the Big Ten. And... Uh, what happened today? We'll check the top 25 as well. Uh, all the regional games, uh, including the Northern Sun, the MIAC, the WIAC, uh, etc., still in progress. Most of those games, 1 o'clock starts on this Saturday afternoon. There are some games under the lights, and we'll have more on that for you in just a little bit. Uh, here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. By the way, our producer is Kerry Klatt, and our... Talk and text line, always open for you. The City's One Plumbing Talk and text line, 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. If you want to call or text the program, talk about that Golden Gopher football game. And it, it's one of those things where it would be easy to throw, well, I'm not surprised. This is kind of how it goes. Frankly, I'm a little bit surprised that against a Purdue team, even without mowing the lineup, that the Golden Gophers had no ability to run the football. And and with that, no ability to run the football, then Tanner Morgan wasn't able to take advantage uh, through the air today. Uh, and and that's probably the most disappointing. Uh, mow out of the lineup and the offense just absolutely struggled all day today, putting up uh, 10 points against what figures to be a very average Big Ten team in Purdue. All right, uh, here we go with the Big Ten games in progress. In the first, Rutgers at number three, Ohio State. That game tied at seven, just underway at Happy Valley, Northwestern, and number 11, Penn State. They are scoreless. Actually, that game late in the first quarter now, and they are scoreless. Bit of a surprise there. Maryland leading visiting Michigan State 14-7, to a late first quarter. Coming up tonight, Indiana on the road at Nebraska. Here are some finals. Number four, Michigan beats Iowa 27-14 at Kinnick Stadium. Uh, we mentioned Purdue upsetting number 21, Minnesota, 20-10. And how about Illinois? Now 4-1 and one overall, 1-1 one and one in the Big Ten. They win at Wisconsin 34-10. Minnesota needs to go on the road to Illinois next Saturday. So uh, that, uh, on paper right now, tough task for the Golden Gophers uh, to get back on the winning track in the Big Ten. 
It is 3.13 here at News Talk, E3O-WCCO, and we will check the top 25 scoreboard uh, here in a moment. And then uh, once again, jump over to the MIAC, the Northern Sun, and uh, the WIAC scoreboard. Uh, St. John's was home to Concordia. Concordia took a 7-0 lead early in that one. We'll check in on what's happening up in Collegeville. And earlier in the day, uh, Shaletta Brundage uh, was doing her show uh, from up there in Collegeville at St. John's. So that's, that's pretty good. We, we should maybe try and get a hold of Shaletta, uh, Carrie, and see if we can get a game report. I, I wonder if she stayed at the football game. Or, I think she did. A, she sent me a photo, so I think that she and her family did stay for the game. I, I, you, can, you, you, I can call her. Yeah, we, we should see if Shaletta's still at the football game. Uh, she she could give us a score and a little scene setter from up there. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, she's available. Let's do it. All right. Let's let's get over to the top 25 scoreboard. First game's in progress. Number 12, Utah, leading Oregon State 21-16 to that game midway through the third. Late first, number two, Alabama, at number 20, Arkansas, uh, rolled tied up 14-0. Number nine, Oklahoma State, leading at number 16, Baylor, 7-3. Uh, we've already done the Big Ten scores among those ranked as well. Number 22, Wake Forest. Number 23, Florida State. Tied at seven late in the first. Uh, midway through the first. Number 17, Texas A&M at Mississippi State are scoreless. Coming up tonight, number one, Georgia at Missouri. They'll be in Columbia. Uh, that game at 6.30 our time. Number 10, North Carolina State at number five, Clemson. Georgia Tech at number 24, Pitt. Arizona State visits number nine USC. Uh, that game gets a, a started at nine thirty yard time. Stanford's up at number thirteen Oregon. Some of the finals from earlier: number fourteen Ole Miss nips number seven Kentucky twenty two to nineteen. How about this? TCU hammers number eighteen Oklahoma fifty five to twenty four, and it was number twenty five Kansas State beating Texas Tech thirty seven to twenty eight. Uh, in Kansas, uh, in Manhattan today. So Kansas State moves to 2-0 and in the Big 12, 4-1 and overall. They blew out Oklahoma uh, last week or held off Oklahoma in Norman last week. You're up to date on the scores in the Big 10 and the top 25. We'll take a break right now. Uh, we'll come back with more college football a little bit later on in the hour. The Vikes in London to take on the uh, – New Orleans Saints, uh, they, they've got the annual London game. They're 2-1. and one. Chris Thomason didn't make the trip, but covers the purple for the Pioneer Press, and he'll join us at about 3.35 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. College football, big game at the U in the books. Purdue beats Minnesota 20-10. to the Gophers fall to four and one overall, one and one. They're on the road at Illinois in the Fighting Illini. A little better this year. It'll be a tough road. No Mo Ibrahim today, and the Golden Gophers couldn't run the football at all. 
think they had 47 yards on the day. Just a miserable offensive performance from the Gophers at home today. So they get beat. Uh, Book of knowledge in the MIAC on the line. Carlton leading McAllister uh, 49-0. And it looks like that game still in progress in the fourth quarter. But uh, Carlton leading McAllister 49-14. That game down in Northfield. Uh, St. Olaf and Augsburg, that game in Northfield as well. Uh, family weekend, homecoming at St. Olaf. And the Olias lead the Augies 41-29. Uh, Gustavus taking on Bethel today. Uh, huge game there. Uh, the Bethel Royals coming off that big win over uh, St. John's. Uh, playing today. Uh, waiting for a scoreboard update. Bethel leading at Gustavus 30-20. to uh, that game moving to the fourth quarter, late third quarter there in St. Peter Bethel, leading Gustavus 30-20. to And uh, Hamlin leading a wild one up at St. Scholastica early in the fourth, 42-34. Pipers leading. And uh, the other game today in the MIAC uh, is uh, St. John's hosting Concordia today up in Collegeville. Shaletta Brundage did her show from Collegeville today between 11 and 2 o'clock. And, uh, Shaletta is still there. Shaletta, can you give us an update on the game? It is 35 to 7. And I, you know what, Steve? I'm enjoying this. We were able to just walk right up on the field. The Johnnies are looking really good, both offense and defense. Nice. And the fans are cheering them on. These guys look absolutely amazing. It's like they knew it was homecoming and well, just decided and- to show all the way out. Isn't that a cool setting, though, Shaletta? Isn't that beautiful? It is. And, Steve, you know, you do this. This is what you do for a living. You go to college campuses and you call games and you're around these young people that are all athletic and running fast and not breathing hard and stroking out. I tell you, being around all these young college athletes and these college students and this environment and atmosphere with these beautiful trees, and this alumni support, I'm t- I felt like I've, I've sh- I've, I'm, I'm telling you, I feel like 10 years younger. I'm going to start telling people I'm 40 because yeah. it is just amazing here. Um, and, you know, just the fan support and, you know, having all these volunteers and these families, young and old alike for this homecoming game, it is really amazing. And, and you know, the fact that they're beating, beating up Concordia, the covers, uh, is just, you know, cherry on top. All right, 35-7 St. John's leading. Is that game in the fourth now, Shaletta? It is in the fourth, yes. Uh, now, lovely day up there, great setting. And and I, I, I don't know if I've told you this, but my oldest daughter graduated from St. Ben's, St. Ben, St. John's, you know, uh, coexist up there. Uh, St. John's, of course, Collegeville, and then just down the road in St. Joe is St. Ben's. So my daughter graduated. But my youngest brother graduated from St. John's. And I'll tell you what, they had great experiences up there. It's just a wonderful atmosphere. Great people. Great people and you at know what? School. Andrew took a college tour today, and it was just so awesome how they just loved on him and, you know, took him on his first little college tour. I'm telling you, I don't know how we go up from here. I 
I say we just uh, stop right here and just drop him off now. He can finish 11th and 12th grade here. I'm sure he'll do fine and then, you know, go on and do <laughs> But can I just pat you on the back, please, real quick? Because you don't do this enough for yourself as an amazing father. Is You've got two college graduates. Steve, just getting kids through high school these days um, is a job in itself. And you have got two daughters, both college graduates. Erin is going on to, to get advanced degrees, and, and both are working and doing well. Can I just pat you on the back and say hats off to you for being a great and supportive dad for both of your daughters? I mean, just the thought of going to college and what all that takes and the focus that these kids have to have and, and the foundation that you have to give them as a parent. You, sir, you did your job. Check. Wow. Check. You did your job. Well, thanks, Shalette. I, I give I give all the credit to my wife. Um, M- M- Michelle did most of the heavy lifting, but yeah, they're 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 good kids, and you know it, it all comes from as far as I'm concerned. And and if I taught them everything, um, show up for work every day is is part of it, and and I think mm-hmm. that is a big thing. You know, do your work, and good things will happen. And you know what, Steve? One thing that, you know, if ain't nobody got nothing good to say about you, you're going to say Steve Thompson is consistent. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and that is something. You know, it's not always about what you say to these kids. It's about what they see. Yeah, um, and, you know, I, I look at my kids and I see them doing something they ain't supposed to be doing. And Sean will look at me and say, well, they dead just like you. That sound like you. That's what you do. That's what you tell them. And I'm like, hey, hey, that's not the point. The point is, is I told them not to do it. You know, and it's just modeling that consistent behavior um, where your girls went to school and showed up and made good grades, you know, despite the obstacles that any college kid faces, especially Erin. And to do what she did, that's that's called a good foundation. God bless you, child. I'm telling you, you're a blueprint for other parents who have special needs kids. Well, thank you. I, I I will say though, great environment up there, and and there's so many good schools. You know, it's, it's yeah. one of the things about doing this show and doing the college football scores over the years, and uh, traveling to these schools and and you know getting a feel for it. I mean, wh- whether it's Gustavus down in St. Peter or or Carlton and St. Olaf in Northfield or r- right here in town Augsburg's an excellent school. Bethel's a good school. Y- y- you're at you're at St. John's today. I mean, there's just so many wonderful schools. Hamlin in St. Paul, McAllister in St. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. You know, beyond, okay, now look, you know, see, the I can't schools. go to all these schools and touring. You'll go broke. You spend two years' worth of tuition. How many do you do when you talk about the college tours? How many did you do with your kids? Did you do yeah. two, three schools, four, five schools? Yeah. What's the cutoff? Yeah, my, my oldest did two or three, and then my my youngest, she, she wanted to get out of the cold. So she's a smart one. She she wanted to get out of the cold for school, so so we went out west. We took a, a trip to L.A., and we did a, a trip to Arizona. So we did two out-of-town trips to find okay. the right spot. And when she she loved UCLA, but it was, it was really hilly. And it, oh, if you've ever okay. been to UCLA, it's kind of right there, Bel Air, Beverly Hills, Westwood. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it, Brentwood. It's... it's it's, but it's very hilly, and in a wheelchair okay. situation, that didn't work out. So we ended up in yeah. Arizona. She checked out Arizona State in Tempe, and that's right there in Phoenix, and that's just 
big, big city right in town. And then we went down the road to Tucson, and and she liked Arizona. So we we visited with her a handful of schools going to Arizona and and out to L.A. So for me, but there's others who visit a lot more. You know, I, I hard to say. Yeah. Well, well, we it's, it's, it can be very costly, Steve, when you start talking about flights and even travel oh, with the yeah, price absolutely. of gas and hotels and taking time off from work. Um, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to tell this boy here, look, there you go. There you go. Find your room. Pitch tent. <laughs> well, and, you know, the thing is, Shaletta, uh, about about some of the small colleges in the area, and there's so many good ones, and, and, I, and I didn't want to miss any, is – it, it, it's a it's a great nurturing environment. You know, mm-hmm. I always felt like with my daughter when when she went up to St. Ben's and St. John's that that, that they really cared about her and wanted yeah, to make sure yeah. that she had a successful experience in college. And I, you know, and and that's true with a lot of these schools for sure. Yeah, and and they you don't feel like such a number. You know, I was over at uh, Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas, and, you know, they call their students scholars. You know, they don't have an athletic program, but they take a lot of these kids from North High and, you know, who want to go ahead and get their two-year degrees, and and you were talking about nurturing, and that's what made me kind of think about them. And did you see somebody just gave them an anonymous $10 million donation? That's pretty good. It wasn't you, was it? Uh, uh, not this time. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. Someday. 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 Oh, well, Shaletta, thanks for the update up there. Looks like St. John's is going to get it done. Uh, uh, it was fun to listen to the show. Thank you for inviting me on earlier, and we'll visit again next week. And thank you for having me on your show. Please tell your family we love them and we said oh, yeah, hello. Absolutely. Yeah, same thing here. Uh, always good to see the photos. Carrie uh, forward me a photo of you at the game. That was good to see you and the family. So that in, enjoy the day. We will popcorn and uh, all kinds of uh, food that we're going to regret eating later <laughs> are happening right now. All right, take care. All right, you too. Shaletta Brundage joining us from Collegeville. She was up there for the football game and. Uh, her oldest son, college visit, uh, very exciting. Johnny's lead at 35-7 in the fourth. Uh, quick break, we'll have an update on the weather. Gophers fall to the Boilermakers 20-10 to at home. They have a bye week next week. They play at Illinois in two weeks. Illinois, not bad. Uh, and then they're on the road at Penn State before returning home to take on Rutgers at the end of the month. So the Gophers bubble bursts a little bit. 4-0 start. Now they're 4-1 after really struggling on offense today. At home, they lose to Purdue 20-10 once again. By week next week, and they will be on the road at uh, Illinois two weeks from today. Uh, the Vikings, long road trip. They're in London to take on the New Orleans Saints. 8.30 yard time tomorrow morning. Chris Thomason covers the Vikings for the Pioneer Press. Uh, didn't make the trip. He will cover from afar. Chris, I hope all is well. Hey, everything's just fine. Thanks for having me, Steve. Yeah, and uh, kind of back to COVID days covering the team remotely. Yeah, well, we actually hired Stringer in uh, London. He's a Brit. He had a story, Peter Carline, in uh, today's paper. So uh, he'll be providing expert coverage tomorrow in London for the Pioneer Press. But I would assume that you are going to still be paying very close attention and will be active on Twitter. 
Oh, yeah, and I'll think of something to write. I guess uh, you'll just have to see what it is. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, not many Vikings games have I watched on TV. During the COVID season, I went to four of the eight road games, but uh, four of them I just covered off TV. So uh, it's not unprecedented. Yeah, for sure, and the logistics of getting over to London. Let's start with that. You know, I, I know the players and the staff and so on and so forth. It's a scheduled game. It, it's not ideal. I mean, it, it, this is a long road trip across the pond, and um, I, I'm sure the, the the teams would much rather be in a re, you know a regular rhythm where they they fly in the day before the game and they come back right after and all of that. Well, I think the interesting thing is going to be to see how they do next Sunday against a hardly great Chicago team because, interestingly, the last two trips to London, the Vikings had buys afterward, and that included 2013 when they also played in week four. In uh, 2017, uh, they played out there in London week eight. But the Vikings worked with the league and didn't want a bye so early in the season. So they're playing two more games after this one before – they have their bye week in week seven. So uh, even if the Vikings, you know, look good and get a decent win and what have you tomorrow, it's certainly possible that uh, they come back and lay an egg at home against Chicago, having the effects of going overseas. I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll find out. So we're not going to know all the uh, a full read on everything until after next weekend's game. Chris Thomas, son of the Pioneer Press, covers the Vikings, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And the Vikings are a fortunate 2-1. and one. They did not play well against the Lions. The Lions really gift-wrapped that win for the Purple last week. Yeah, a lot of suspect calls by Ooh. Dan Campbell, the coach there. I mean, everybody's getting on Nathaniel Hackett for not knowing what he's doing. But, I mean, he fessed up on the field goal attempt, but there were a few other opportunities when maybe they could have run the clock and they threw passes that stopped the clock and, and what have you. And, yeah, it, the field goal attempt made no sense at all after you were extremely aggressive the entire game and generally had success. And then all of a sudden, you know, when you got a chance with one play, one manageable play to win the game, you're not aggressive. That was kind of crazy. So, the Vikings were quite fortunate to win that one. Yeah, and, and coming out of that, you know, Kevin O'Connell, head coach, you know, said, hey, a win is a win. And it's hard to argue with that, that they they got the W and, you know, a month from now you're not going to look back at, at style points. And, and really, as all they needed a year ago to get into the playoffs was one of those ugly little wins. That That was the difference between the playoffs and not. So, you know, They'll take it and move on two and one. Yeah, we'll find out. Everybody's going to be watching closely how the Vikings do in close games just because they were so mediocre in close games last season. So they're one and oh, so uh, still need to see a few more games to find out if they've kind of turned the tables on that. But uh, that's going to be something definitely very interesting to watch. Coming out of that game, Justin Jefferson. Uh, wasn't, wasn't targeted a ton, did, wasn't a big factor in that game with the Lions. Uh, 
coming out of that, what what is your take on Jefferson, his usage, and uh, potentially his unhappiness on the lack of targets? Well, the bottom line is teams are doing whatever they can to stop him, and if they're going to leave other guys wide open, K.J. Osborne was the recipient on the winning touchdown pass. I mean, the Vikings have to go in that direction. So I think the Vikings are going to see what defenses give them and react accordingly. I mean, I don't think they can have Kirk Cousins forcing the the ball in just because Justin Jefferson, you know, is expected to have gaudy stats. And it seems to me that Justin's been fine so far and hasn't really been complaining that much. I mean, uh, they certainly won the last game, even though he only had three catches for 14 yards. But it's going to be interesting to see how teams continue to play him because obviously if teams are going to totally overload on him and other receivers eat him up, then then teams are going to have to back off a little bit on their coverage of Justin Jefferson. Uh Big story week in and week out in the NFL is who's showing up on the injury report, who will be available. Let's start with the Saints, and they they will be without key personnel the way it looks tomorrow morning. Yeah, Jameis Winston had been listed as doubtful. He was officially ruled out today. So the red rifle, Andy Dalton, will start for a third straight year against the Vikings. He uh, beat him two years ago as a backup quarterback for Dallas, and then in the season finale last year, they got off to a big lead, and he was playing quite well. And that was, of course, a meaningless game with both teams out of the playoffs. But uh, the Vikings did come back and win that one. So he's the quarterback. We'll see how much he still has left. He's 34, almost 35. And then uh, Thomas, their big stud receiver, is also out. For the Vikings, looks like Dalvin Cook will play with his shoulder injury and Zadarius Smith, knee injury game time decision. He's listed as questionable. Yeah, and he, he banged up his knee late in that win over uh, the the Lions a week ago. And I, I, I know it's it's, it's kind of like they, they got the win, but health on defense, and, and we've talked about this a number of times, Chris, they, they don't have a lot of margin for error, particularly among you know, some of the big stars and the big money guys like, like Smith. Yeah, it's been a classic Ben, but uh, don't break type defense so far this season. I mean, after last weekend, they were 30th in the NFL in total defense, ninth in scoring defense. They, they're technically 10th now because of the uh, Thursday night game. I believe the, the Bengals moved ahead of them, but uh yeah, I can't remember too many times I've seen where a team has such a discrepancy between total defense and points allowed because teams are rolling up a tremendous amount of yards against the Vikings, but uh, they've stood up when they had to. And I was talking to Dalvin Tomlinson this past week, and he pretty much said, well, the object is to uh, avoid the other team scoring, although uh, Kevin O'Connell you know, did – signal a bit of a caution flag that they can't let teams continue to roll up yards like they have. So, again, something else interesting to keep an eye on. Yeah, for sure. And 
uh, will will Zadarius Smith be available tomorrow? Once again, a game time decision, as Chris pointed out. Um, also, at at this juncture in the season, it, it's been a wild roller coaster ride, and I, w- I wanted to get your thought about it. Impressive opening game victory over Green Bay at U.S. Bank Stadium, then then just get pummeled by the Eagles in Philadelphia. Come back, escape with a victory. Do you think this is as much a function of these guys didn't play any reps to speak of in the preseason and they're still trying to figure it out? I mean, do do, do you buy that logic, you know, after three weeks of this NFL regular season? Well, you still got to look at the fact that they're two and one. And, uh, I mean, I think most fans – at the start of the season, I mean, I looked at the first three games, they would have probably taken two and one. Um, You know, the thing is a lot of teams aren't playing players in the preseason. More teams are sitting their starters now than seemed to be the case a few years ago. So I don't think you can uh, seem to fault them there, but the team is adjusting to on defense, especially from moving from a four, three scheme to a three, four. So, that's going to take some time to uh, to fully adjust. And maybe if the guy's got a few more snaps in the preseason, it's certainly possible that the adjustment would have been speeded up. But maybe you would have had an injury, and that would have uh, hampered the adjustment. So, yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time. And it's a very long season, as you well know. And uh, second 17-game one, they keep getting longer. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know the owners would love an 18-game schedule. Uh, stay tuned on that. All right, Chris, good to visit with you as always, and uh, thanks for the time. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks. All right, there he is, Chris Thomason, covers the likes for the Pioneer Press, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. We'll have some more college football scores. Bummer of the day over at the U. Purdue beats Minnesota 20-10. to Gophers are now 4-1 overall, 1-1 in the Big Ten, likely to fall out of the top 25. They don't play again until a trip to Illinois two weeks from today. We'll have some Northern Sun scores, including a win for Minnesota State. The key to the city game in Sioux Falls, uh, the Cougars and the Vikings, all of that in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Kerry Clatt is our producer. Steve Thompson in Gophers. Bummer of a day at the U. Uh, Purdue comes in, bursts the bubble. 20-10, to 10, the final Boilermakers. Gophers 1-1 one one in the Big Ten, 4-1 overall. Two weeks from today at Illinois. I had it wrong. I had them at Illinois next week. But, no, they uh, get to stew on it uh, during the bye week. They will be at Champaign-Urbana two weeks from today. Uh, by the way, Vikes Saints tomorrow morning, bright and early, 8.30 our time. The game opened, Vikes favored by one. They're now favored by three. Uh, the over-under, a very low 41-and-a-half if you're into that sort of thing. All right, let's get you up to date on the Northern Sun football scoreboard. Uh, big win, Minnesota State wins at Concordia St. Paul, 25-15. to That was a noon start there. Another final. Uh, UMD beat MSU Moore head at Malawski Stadium in Duluth, 36-28. Uh, games in progress in the fourth. 
Sioux Falls leading Augustana 31-24. to Augie has the ball, the key to the city on the line. Sioux Falls, by the way, has dominated this series since joining uh, the Northern Sun, those next-door neighbors. Uh, real quick story, uh, when I lived in Sioux Falls, uh, for a time, my wife and I had a little house midway between the University of Sioux Falls campus and the Augustana campus. How about that? Uh, they are very close neighbors in uh, the heart of the city there. Uh, Northern State leading at Mary of uh, Aberdeen to Bismarck. Not not a bad road trip. Northern State leading at 20-13. to 13. That came early in the fourth. Uh, this game has just gone final. Bemidji State, a big win at Minot State. 59-14 Beavers win. And Wayne State and Winona State nodded at 14 early in the third in Winona. Coming up in Marshall, Upper Iowa at Southwest Minnesota State. That'll get started at 5 o'clock today. Uh, we get over to the MIAC Concordia at St. John's. Johnny's led at 35-7 at the half. Carrie, we should probably send a text to Shaletta and see if she'll text us a final okay. uh, when we get it. So, yeah, uh, see if Shaletta's willing to do that. Shaletta Brundage did a show from Collegeville earlier in the day. That was kind of cool. Uh, Carlton leading McAllister, 56-27 in Northfield. The book of knowledge on the line. Looks like the Knights are going to beat the Scots just a minute to go in the game there. Also in the MIAC, a wild one in Northfield. Augsburg and St. Olaf. Ole's lead at 41-36. Minute to go in the game. And in St. Peter, looks like it's gone final. Bethel prevails, beating Gustavus 30-27. to uh, Once again, in St. Peter, and how about this? St. Scholastic has gone ahead of Hamlin, 43-42, with eight seconds remaining in the football game there. Uh, we, we don't quite have time to get you up to date on all the Big Ten and all the top 25 scores. We'll, we'll do that again following the news and weather, and then we'll count you down to the Twins and the Tigers. Game two of the three-game set, final Saturday game of the year for the Twins. Uh, Twins had a big win, 7-0 last night over the Tigers. Joe Ryan set the Twins' rookie strikeout record in the win last night. We'll have some highlights. And we'll set the lineup behind Dylan Bundy, who will be on the mound uh, for the Twins. Our pregame show a little bit earlier today, 4.30 pregame show, Chris Atterbury. And then Corey Provost, Dan Gladden from Comerica Park tonight. Uh, here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. And then I think uh, the, the word is Jonathan Lowell will sneak in a scoreboard for us, a college football scoreboard after uh, the Twins game tonight. Rain showing up on radar around the area, very light rain, and that rain will dissipate tonight. Otherwise, mostly cloudy overnight, a low near 53. Sunday looks good, sunny in 72. By the end of the week, highs only in the 40s here in these parts. How about that? It's going to cool down quite a bit. Uh, We've got the news. We've got the weather at 4. Twins getting started at 4.30 here on the CCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.